new year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. Got a few emails here, R-A-D, at uh, radradio.com. Uh, we were talking about uh, the Grammys last night. Taylor Swift won a few awards, announced uh, she's got another album coming out on uh, April 19th. Uh, no Name Here wrote in. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I might have a guess what he's trying to say. He says, April 19th for Taylor Swift's new album. That's the release date. That's correct. Maybe Kyle will side with me. How in the hell did they kiss 420? What are you talking about? Mm, how did they siding? M- miss? miss. Did yeah. he mean, is he mean, oh, why didn't they release it on oh, pot day? Because and, and, you know. that's so Taylor. Yeah. It's an industry standard to release new music on Fridays. Yeah. So that's why they kissed it or yeah, yeah. missed it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, yes, that is all true. And it's not like anywhere in Taylor Swift's uh, background is a, a usage of marijuana. And to Brandon's point, Releasing music on a Saturday is really stupid. There's a reason that it always happens on Friday. And 420 was cool when you were in high school, when you weren't allowed to smoke. Like, if you right. smoke every day, it's just another day anyways. I don't give a crap about 420. Yeah, you get it legal now. Yeah, why didn't Taylor Swift use a Stussy as her album cover art? <laughs> uh, we also were talking about weather. Uh, Brianna uh, wrote in, because we were talking about uh, uh, the, the, the various reactions of dogs to thunder or, or wind. Uh, she says, uh, my 80-pound pit bull was terrified all day yesterday. Oh, sweet oh. baby. But my 13-pound pug was loving his best life. <laughs> he was running, jumping. Our fence fell, and he went and visited our neighbor. He was in heaven. Uh, and then we got to, this one says, uh, I went to the gas station yesterday, and all their power was out. There was an employee who had clearly been crying. And I asked if she was okay. She told me that the wind knocked over their giant ice machine and it landed on an old man and he was just taken away in an ambulance. No. Oh, my God. Oh my Let's get to treble, treble. Treble, 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 Pugs are ugly, by the way. Love them. Uh, are they the Chinese do- dogs in that campaign movie with Will Ferrell? One of the guys had, they're like, those dogs are from China. Yes. We need to get you labs. Yeah, uh, Zach Galifianakis <laughs> characters. Yes. Yeah, he had pugs. Yeah. Uh, you can't be associated with China. For uh, Trouble Trouble, <laughs> we got a pair of tickets that you you will choose if you want uh, to uh, go see the Alan Parsons Project at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno on Friday, March 22nd. Or do you want to see the tribute to Queen called Killer Queen on March 24th or Yellow Wolf? On April 6th, I am always fascinated by the stupidity and ignorance and idiocy of people. Oh, no. Like Sean, who wrote in and said, when did your demographic outside of Rob's dad include 90-plus-year-olds? Alan Parsons Project is as old as dirt, and the members are fossils. Well, that's an, that's interesting. You think? So I guess if we get a chance to give away Eagles tickets, we should not do that. No. Um, or or um, I, I just I 1982 was Alan Parsons' biggest year. Uh, the and I so Brandon, mm-hmm. if you get a chance for us to give away Earth, Wind, and Fire tickets, no, we're not doing that. Oh, I'd love to see yeah. Earth, Wind, yeah. and Fire. Yeah, they're amazing. I, I've seen them, but I'm old as dirt. Uh, Hall and Oates, they were also huge in uh, 1982. Mm. I mean, they're probably not going to play together if anybody knows what's going on with them. Uh, foreigner. <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, the cars, yeah, we wouldn't do uh, Joan Jett, Jay Giles, uh, we can't give away tickets to any of these. Iron Maiden, no Iron Maiden oh, tickets. Oh, come yeah. on. No, sorry, because Sean, they're old as dirt. These are all the bands that work the exact same peak of their career hmm. in, in the exact same year, so we can't give away anything that's old as dirt, because nobody's going to see, like, the Rolling Stones or anything like that. So, Duran Duran, no. Damn it, Sean. Yeah. Oh, Paul McCartney. No. Oh, yeah, or Billy Joel, because, you know, his music oh, yeah. goes way back to the oh, that's 70s. that's for 100-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. can't do that. Nope. Um, Judas Priest. <laughs> uh, 
only speak from our own personal experience, fellas. So I don't know. Maybe you'll be like, ah, that's just your family. Uh, since always, and they're all different ages, from 16 on up to even 30-something, the nieces, nephews, godkids in our family, it has always stunned me that they'll listen to music from the 70s, like rock and roll from there, the 80s, the 90s, like to this day. Our six, One of our 16-year-old godsons knows all the music from the 70s and 80s that Good. his dad liked and he likes. Nice. Like, and so do his friends. I mean, like, it's just odd and weird. It's uh, it you has know. not changed since <laughs> since 1990. I can I only speak to this. This is this is not anecdotal. This is not a familial experience. But since 1990, I have been programming radio stations, which means we have access to what we call music research, where we go out and we get age groups and we test songs. Since 1990 and through 2023, haven't done it yet in 2024. The top 10 artists for adults between the ages of 12 and 30 have always been and continue to be. Led Zeppelin, the Eagles, Van Halen, Pink Floyd, yep. Jimi Hendrix. I'm doing this from memory, so I'm going to leave out some of them. That, but you get the idea. Well, even if the artists are elderly, take Ozzy, for example. Yeah, People hello. love watching him, and he's yes. teetering and flirting with death itself. Literally, he is. My God. All right. Uh, <laughs> So we got, we got Shannon writing in saying we can't criticize people, and now we got Sean saying uh, only people over the age of 90 like bands from 1982. So it's going to be an interesting day, I guess. <laughs> Trouble Trouble, caller 18. Hello, Travis. Hello. Hi. You will guess first. If you know the song title, you will win. If not, we'll go to Jacob. Hello. All right. Hello. <laughs> God. He, the hi. caller's saying hi to the other caller. What is going on here? <laughs> and Sarah, you're caller 20. <laughs> Sarah's away. Yeah, Sarah no, Sarah's got it going on. I don't know about Travis. Uh, oh. We're looking for a rock song. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. What? It's a rock song from 1982. Oh, oh no. no. Only, only someone old as dirt. Oh, no. I hope I hope you on the phone are 60 what? and older. What a, what a great coincidence. There we go. <laughs> That's a tough one. What Come is on. the title of that 1982 old as dirt rock song? Travis. I have the tiger. You must be 70. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's time for his nap. Everyone, man. Oh, my gosh. You win. Uh, you may have heard that uh, Carl Weathers died in his sleep uh, last week. Uh, it's, it, apparently, he died on Thursday night. We didn't get the news until Friday. God, that's the way to go, man. Best known for playing Apollo Creed in the first four Rocky movies, with which uh, Eye of the Tiger is uh, from. More recently, uh, Carl Weathers uh, was playing a bounty hunter in the Star Wars series The Mandalorian. Before he became an actor, he played in the NFL. Uh, and he was going to be, a, I, I don't know what they're doing, but he had already uh, recorded doing a Super Bowl ad uh, and, uh, for uh, FanDuel. And it's with Rob Gronkowski. There was already a teaser out there. And oh. FanDuel has come out and simply said at this time, quote, we are adjusting our campaign accordingly out of respect for the family oh, during their time nice. of grief. So I don't know if they're going to take it out. They're going to put mm. a in-memoriam thing. Yeah, but, that's nice, though. Uh, that'll be a Super Bowl Sunday. We'll see what happens there. And uh, we have two more chances for you to win. Uh, for those of you 90 and older, we got the Alan Parsons <laughs> tickets. 
And then we got the Yellow Wolf or the Killer Queen uh, tribute band uh, shows, uh, which you can choose from at 8 and 9 a.m. I don't think that this poll holds up this year in particular, speaking of the Super Bowl. Um, recent polls, and this was done This was done before this year's Super Bowl was figured out, Only about 10% of people who plan to watch the Super Bowl say they won't know which teams are playing in it until the game starts. Right? <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday is like a... It's like a national holiday in America, and lots of people that don't watch football go to Super Bowl parties. I could, I can totally understand. I, I, I would like to think most of these ten percent are women, but who knows at this point in a modern society? Mm. <laughs> so people show up, go, who, who's playing? Because I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch football or whatever. Right. That can't be true this year with all of the Taylor Swift stuff. Oh yeah, right? no, 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 people oh, are well yeah. aware. Everybody now. knows it's the Chiefs and the Niners, right? Yeah. That, that can't apply. A um, couple other things about a Super Bowl party: the average viewer. Say that I don't know how. How do people measure this? The average viewer will only watch 29 minutes of the game itself. How do they come up with that exact number? I guess they just ask people maybe how much of the game do you watch, and then they come up with the, the median. So most people are not watching the game because if your team isn't in it, you you probably if you're and if you're at a Super Bowl party. You're probably not paying a lot of attention to the game, I guess, unless you're an uber sports fan like me. I, I mean, the whole reason in my 20s was the party, and then the Super Bowl just happened to be on, right? I don't even think that I watched sense. that much. Yeah. Maybe five minutes. Yeah, well, there's so much going on, especially if you go to a good Super Bowl party, because sometimes they'll have like a big, long catering buffet of snacks. And then there's also sometimes a poker game going on oh. off the side, and yeah. sometimes you put money in, and sometimes you you sit there for a while because you just took second place and lost to a bluff. God damn it! And there's a there's a very <laughs> very interesting example. I know, uh, but and all of that has nothing to do with watching the game. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, only a third of Americans can name last year's Super Bowl champs. Don, who won the Super Bowl last year? Kyle? Eagles? Yeah, I think it's Eagles. the Eagles. Eagles lost to the Chiefs. Oh, oh damn. Oh, <laughs> okay. so you guys had you guys had the All other right. team. Dang it. <laughs> they shouldn't have. Uh, wasn't it like 38, 35 or something? Because the, the Chiefs are trying to become the first team since the 2005 Patriots to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Uh, a lot of people just want to socialize at Super Bowl parties, but three out of four yeah. of us agree it's rude to stand around and gab near the TV. Well. Yeah, no, I mean, if there's people, yes. If, he, if you see people actually watching the game. But if everyone's sitting on the couch is also talking, then who cares? But yes, if people are actually walking, go talk somewhere else. Who, who, or watching, go talk somewhere else. Who are the fourth of people that think it's totally fine? Mm. Oh, my God. The same, people that, the same people that talk during movies in the mm. movie theater. Oh. Oh. Or the same people that talk on their cell phone on speakerphone yep. in the middle of a restaurant. Uh. You're right. I should I should be impressed that it's only 25%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You you talk during a movie in the house because you're asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> Not the movie yeah. Who's that person? <laughs> and pause. All right. We are 28 minutes into this show, and it's been two hours. Great. Oh, Next question. Yeah. Where did they come from? And pause. We are 28 and a half minutes in, and it's taken us two hours. I feel so bad for my husband uh. when my sister-in-law is in town. And we're just and we'll, then we'll just, it'll be the movie, and then we just randomly start having a different conversation. He's like, okay. Out. Are we watching the movie later or now? It's like, oh, sorry. Uh, 77% of people say that good food and good snacks are essential for a great Super Bowl party. Mm. The top five Super Bowl snacks in order are chips and dips as yeah. number one. Hello, okay. love a chip and dip. Uh, hot dogs, pizza, and burgers. 
Well, that's a meal. Where, no chicken where, wings? Where are the wings? Basic yeah. bitches. Exactly. Wait, 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 but those wings? aren't snacks. Those are meals. Well, it said, it Hot said, dogs, it said, hamburgers. Right, it said good food and good snacks. Oh, I, oh. I just paid attention yeah. to the snack. I'm a yeah. snacky. I like to snack. I'd rather have a snack than a meal. You can't have Super Bowl without chicken wings, though. I mean, that is a little ridiculous. Well, you can. You can do whatever you want in your house. <laughs> just, just so you know. It's not acceptable. This is why I don't, well, there's many reasons I don't go to Super Bowl parties. <laughs> oh, I don't host man. them because uh, I have to work, because i got to pay attention to the game. Uh, but as long as I'm in control of everything, I know I'm going to get the best food and the food that I want. My father-in-law, Pops, lives with us. He's 81, and his one of his brothers, Uncle Ray, I think is like 86 now, and then my Aunt Kathy's in her 70s. She's the young one. And um, they want a party because they're all like, the Niners. They're going to do their own party. <laughs> I think it's so cute. Why? Or, or, why? or why I'm sharing it? Uh, it's more like a visual. I just they're gonna fall asleep at some point. So, but okay. it's so cute because they're like, oh, we want a Super Bowl party. Are all the foods and <laughs> oh snacks God. at their party gonna be denture friendly? Yeah. Oh my God. Prune juice for everyone. <laughs> Applesauce. Oh, they're so funny. And then they'll put. You know what? And honestly, they're gonna end up at the casino. <laughs> they are. Now that makes yeah. sense. They will. They'll that's be a, like, that's eh. a good place to be for us. <laughs> if they're gonna be packed, but that's a place to be. They'll be appalled at all of the. Uh, scandalous dressed uh, oh. sandally clad <laughs> dancers during Usher's performance and Taylor oh. Swift oh who is this oh. <laughs> Pops and Uncle Ray will love it <laughs> Perks, uh, in man. a poll of 4,000 American adults they asked uh, what the what your favorite part of the actual broadcast of the Super Bowl is one out of three people said the game one out of three uh, 20% said none of it one out of five people are they don't want anything to do with the Super Bowl, but they're at the party for the, for the party. Sixteen <laughs> uh, percent say the halftime show just in general, not necessarily this year's show, but that that's the favorite part of the broadcast. Yeah, it's fun. Fourteen uh, percent like the commercials. Yes. Which you can see all of them right now. That just, ruins everything. Just go online; they're all there. I know, but I do look forward to mm. when it goes to commercial. Mm. Yay, the game. Okay, fine, whatever the game. Woo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah commercial I've already seen <laughs> online. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I saw that Clydesdale mm. one you talked about with the Clydesdale in the lab, and I can watch that five million times. Right. Right now. Why don't you go do that? <laughs> can I? You can just go. You can just, you can just go watch it. It's <laughs> www.youtube. Oh, <laughs> I know, but then you can also see it on the day of the Super Bowl, and I won't get tired of it. Okay. Okay. Like, if you like a commercial, you're, you you have a cutoff of like, eh, I already if saw I, it. If I like a commercial and I'm feeling like seeing the commercial, I'll just go online because you can. they're all there oh, all that, the time. Correct. But <sighs> the day of the game, it comes on, and you still like it, so you're like, cool, I get to watch it again. No. I, no? No, no, I go, oh, okay, I, I know this commercial. I'm going to go uh, to the bathroom, or I'm going to go over here and do something. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. No. See, so yeah, you don't relate to that. No, no. It's, <laughs> the internet's ruined Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> uh, with the Super Bowl on Sunday, here we go. Every goddamn year, we have to go through this. The idea of the Monday after the Super Bowl becoming a national holiday. Hell yeah! Woo woo! Yeah. Why Recovery. Is it not? Let's yeah. do it. Which every year, <laughs> look, you could ask if you could ask Americans, would you like? April 17th to be a national holiday. Would yeah. you like August 3rd to be yeah, a let's do it. Right. That's the stupidest thing. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. God. And it's a Monday. That's perfect. Uh, the idea yeah. of the Monday after the Super Bowl becoming a national holiday has been around for a while. Hasn't uh, gathered enough momentum to go anywhere. So it's the same conversation we have twice a year for Daylight Savings. Uh, when are we going to get rid of this? Never. And then we just well, we yell about it for a day or two. We'll be doing that in March, and then we go on I, with our I, lives. I don't even care at this point which time we choose it, because that's been the argument, right? 
Are we where it's yes. darker later? I don't even care at this point. People just, can't agree. Just pick. Just agree and pick. I'm good. I'm on board. Let's right. stop this. Okay. Well, that's not going to uh, happen either. Uh, since 2017, Change.org has hosted more than two dozen petitions asking Congress, the president, or the NFL to make the Monday after the Super Bowl a national holiday. Not sure what jurisdiction the NFL has over the nation's that's holidays. Great, though. <laughs> there is a suggestion out there, I love this, to moving President's Day to the day after the Super Bowl. Oh. There you go. There's a way to completely demean <laughs> the whole meaning behind President's Day. Uh, Lincoln would be behind it. And, and, and by the way, and I love oh, that. Man, I, I, I love once people realize what we were doing, they're like, no, no, I want an extra holiday. Exactly. Don't just move my holiday. Yeah. So well, maybe they just need like a catastrophic event to happen like right after the Super Bowl, like you know, 9-11 or a COVID or something, because then it could be a national <laughs> holiday. I know it's a little out there, Oof. but well, then the, the day after would be a holiday. Why? We don't get September 11th or 12th off? We don't. We don't get 2020 off. And they fall oh, on don't. different days with each calendar. I say you just... Just make every Monday in February a holiday. Every Monday in February. Right. Wow, the they, whole month. That's a shorter month. Oh, this is great for productivity. Why don't we just make every Monday a day off? <laughs> we should because the four-day work week yeah. is much oh, more yeah. constructive. Oh, oh, and this is where I do have a pony in the race or I have uh, an opinion on it. Yeah, when they start doing this whole, what should we have? Right, the Friday off, or the it, you pick Monday, people. Mm-hmm. Always pick Mondays. You have Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Why would you pick Friday? No, boo. Friday already, you're kind of not really working when you're at work, right? Because it's Friday. Right, and and that's what will happen on oh, on, man. Uh, on on Friday still. And if right. you, if you did do it on uh, on oh. Friday, that's what would happen on Thursday, which is why we haven't converted no. to that. Yeah, I know, but I, I love the 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 idea of a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm. Yeah, that's by the way. Friday, Saturday, Saturday. That's the other reason we haven't gone anywhere near that. No, no agreement on that at all. Yeah. Oh, and no. this is the one I'm saying. Yeah, I do have an opinion. I, I right. would fight for the Monday. And I would fight for Friday. So, oh, God. there you go. Boo. We're not going anywhere. Ugh. None of it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other one uh, suggests. Uh, so we got moving President's Day the day after Super Bowl. Others suggest no school the day after the game. Well, I mean, why not? I mean, why not? Most, most schools, November 1st, they're not having kids coming well, like, in you know, that, after Halloween. Hold on. That screws parents. The parents still have to work. Yeah, now they got to find child care. That, no, that, no, that punishes parents. Uh, and which many have done. There are many schools across the nation that have canceled classes the day after the Super Bowl in the last 10 years uh, when a local NFL team was involved. Uh, but none of the petitions have paid off. Many just unilaterally make the day after the Super Bowl a holiday as about 18 million employees across America plan to miss work. Oh, no. <laughs> on the Monday after Super Bowl. It's called uh, Super Bowl Flu. 28% of employees say they will be less productive on that day. In the past, outplace- an outplacement company has estimated that lost productivity from absent and distracted workers on Super Bowl Monday is about $6.5 billion. I-, I mean, does that really still work? Does someone really think their boss thinks they're, oh, oh I'm sick. Oh, it's Monday after the Super Bowl. Oh man, I, I, I mean, think I have a cold. Yeah. No, you're hungover. I I, I don't understand God. why. Because the the thing too is, Ugh. if you have sick days, then you just you just call in and say I'm using a sick day. You don't have to fake that you're being sick. It can be a mental health day. Yeah. And if a lot of companies now, you can tell them right now, hey boss, I'll be taking a sick day on Monday because I've got one saved up. And if not, it becomes paid time off, or else you you have a policy where you. You don't get paid on your sick day. Just tell them ahead of time, for the, God's sake. And the places that don't have that, whatever, it's it's an hourly job, whatever. I don't know how you, yeah. you earn all that. They, they know you're not really sick. <laughs> you just call it. Just say, yeah, I'm hungover. 
or just or <laughs> it, look if 18 million people are already planning on it tell them now because at least that i mean that's that's courteous so that they don't have to fill the spot if it's an elderly yeah. thing or if you don't want to just say you're sick you can just rub some soap in your eye and say you have pink eye and then make sure you take a photo of it and send yeah. it to your boss that way they believe you got 24 to 48 hours off i guess i mean i look i don't live in the real world i've been my own boss for, for over 30 years so i don't get this whole why we have to, i know there's bad bosses out there right, and yeah, well, to... you, maybe you do need to make up that you are yeah. sick if you were honest but about it they'd fire you to that point as dawn said they know even the dumbest boss is like okay uh, wow the fourth person today is called in sick the boss will probably be sick that day quote, quote. listen bosses then why don't you just sh close shop that monday yes you already know people yeah. are gonna call absolutely you don't have bills to pay you don't have customers to service and you know what do that put up put up a big sign so everybody's gonna stay home the, the day after the super bowl which means by about noon they'll all feel better they're out for work they're all gonna want to go out and use your your services oh they'll get to sign sorry Moose outside should have yeah. told you we're closed because yesterday was the Super Bowl. Come back Tuesday. Go, go to our competition. It was <laughs> wide open. They've got everything. We got this email from Alec. Uh, he's writing about the Mixed Pick Sports Show, which has Steve Mickelson and I do every morning at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. It's on the Rad Radio app and in Sacramento. It's on 104.7 FM and 8.90 a.m. And uh, it's going to be lots of Super Bowl, obviously, this week as we build up to Sunday. Alec says, Rob. Are you and Steve going to cover the big game this weekend? I'm really interested to hear your takes on how you think the Puppy Bowl will go. Oh, yeah. the Puppy. Yeah, the, the, the Puppy Bowl is reserved for this show. Uh, Steve and I just stick with sports. Uh, but there will be a Puppy Bowl, and it's the big one. It's the 20th anniversary oh, wow. of the Puppy Bowl featuring 131 puppies from 73 shelters across the country. All of the Puppy Bowl dogs are available for adoption. Oh, my God. This year it will be Team Rough against Team Fluff. Oh, All right. no, that's too hard to choose. No Team Fluff. They will be playing for the Lombarki Trophy again this year. In honor of the 20th anniversary, the Puppy Bowl says they have a fun twist this year in which the puppies will be in charge of the show's production. Uh-oh. Operating cameras, handling lighting, directing from the control room. This is great. That is. Uh, this year's Puppy Bowl will feature the smallest and largest puppies ever. Oh. Sweet Pea, who is a Spaniel and Poodle mix, hmm. weighs in at just 1.7 pounds. What? Little, little oh my baby. God, look in your hand. Oh. And Levi, the Great Dane puppy, <laughs> tips the scales at 72 pounds. Damn. Oh, no, my that poor mom. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom's dead. Um, oh, my God. The only, the only problem I have, far be it for me to be anti-puppy bowl, I'm not. But there's no delineation or difference between Team Rough and Team Puff Fluff. They don't get jerseys. They, they have. Well, I don't know if or they get jerseys. They're all the same types of breed. Shouldn't yeah. you be? Shouldn't there be a rough? Like there should be a Team Rough should be like Huskies oh, and Shepherds and, no. and or barking dogs. Or at dogs. least like the like what Kyle just said, like their collars. The well, I don't red, know if they do blue. that. I'm just looking at the breeds. Oh, there's no, there's, there's, have they ever done that? Team Rough has has Chihuahuas, so does Team Fluff. Team Rough has Shepherds, so does Team Fluff. Mm. They're equaling it out. That's an even balance because if you have a Team Rough, those would, would dominate Team Fluffs. True. If we just had only Fluffs oh. on the team, then ooh, ooh, ooh. then I have a problem with the names. Pick better names. Nope, I I think this 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 would be cute. Team Fluff, Fluff has the German Shepherds, and Team Ruff has like oh, okay. noodles. How do they score, anyways? The last times I remember watching the Puppy Bowl, I was I was a lot younger. I, I, I mean, it was one of the first ones. I remember they just dropped like I, toys in little holes. They multiple. You don't know. I, I've okay. honestly never paid attention no to that. I've just, yeah, I've just turned it on, saw how oh so cute, so cute, and then you turn it back. Uh, there, not all of the dogs have uh, have funny names, but a few of them stick out. There's a Chihuahua named Bark Purdy. 
Nice. Uh, there's a shepherd and poodle mix named Guy Ferrari. <laughs> Uh, there's a Dachshund named Corn Dog. There's a Siberian Husky named Bob Barker. Cool. Uh, and there's a, a Golden Doodle named Gertie. Oh, Gertie. There's a Hound Mix named Pac- Patrick Mabones. <laughs> uh, a Chihuahua named Athena. There's a there's an Australian Cattle Dog named after the Cowboys quarterback Snack Prescott, as well in the Puppy Bowl this weekend. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show.